We are starting a brand new series today, as Mark has said, and uh, it is the Ten Commandments in the in the modern world. And our first commandment uh, this morning is, "You shall not have any other gods." It has not changed. It is still the same commandment. You shall not have any other gods. And I'd like to read to you from Exodus 20 from verse 1 to 21. And it's the whole, it's the whole part of the, 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 all, all the commandments. And God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above all or on earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parent to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and and do your work, but on the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. When the people saw the thundering and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, Speak to us yourself and we will listen. But do not let God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from from sinning. The people remained at a distance while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. This is the word of God and we thank God for his word this morning. But I'd like to read just verse 3 again to you. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall have no other gods before me. Do any of you like rules and regulations? We luckily we live in a in a country where there are no no rules and there's no regulations. And so you can literally do just what you want, uh, how you want it and when you want it. 
And uh, it doesn't matter. Nothing will happen to you. Um, in America, though, they have some very strange rules. It is illegal for anyone to try to stop a child from, from playfully jumping over a puddle of water. It is illegal to set up a mousetrap without a hunting license. It is against the law to whistle for your lost canary before 7 a.m. in the morning. And it is illegal to peel an orange in your hotel room. Yeah. Imagine you getting arrested for those things. And yet in South Africa, yeah. <laughs> People might say, why are we talking about the Ten Commandments? Isn't the Ten Commandments only for those, you know, for the Old Testament? Well, I tell people they need to come to my church because there's a lot of older folk uh, yeah, at MCD. And my father often asks me, why don't you ever talk about the Ten Commandments? You know, and is the Ten Commandments still relevant for us today? What do you think? Yeah. Huh? You do? And do you live by those Ten Commandments? Try? Okay. Can those Ten Commandments save you? Think about it. Can those Ten Commandments save us? Okay. You think so? Okay. So, there was a little. There was a. There was a Sunday school teacher, and she was discussing the Ten Commandments with her five and six-year-old uh, pupils. After explaining the commandment to honor thy father and mother, she asked, "Is there a commandment that teaches us how to treat our brothers and sisters?" And without a, missing a beat, old Johnny says, "Thou shall not kill." I love the Ten Commandments, I, I truly do, because I think the Ten Commandments is so much than just those ten rules that we need to live by. It's more like a love letter. Think about it. God wrote on whatever they say, they say that God wrote on, on blue albuster um, um, stones. But it was a letter to, to us. It was a letter specifically, actually, to the, to the Israelites. Because they'd just come out of, out of Egypt and they were there for 400 years. And so they'd, I think they were a bit, uh, bit joy, disjointed. And so you know when your dad, I don't know if you, if you go back and you remember your dad have a few rules. few rules and regulations. My dad had a few rules and regulations. And I had to live by those rules and regulations. But he, he gave those rules and regulations in love and kindness. Like I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to use his car, okay, without asking. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to come home later than 10 o'clock. I had to always tell him where I was. Those are the rules and regulations that my dad put into place. But so too does God. 
God gives us ten, 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 ten commandments that He wants us to keep. And people will say, but why do I need to keep those commandments? It's pretty simple. Because those commandments actually tell us how to live a life. How to have a relationship with God firstly, and then with other people. As, as Mark has mentioned, there's, there's ten commandments. The first four are about the relationship we have with God. You will not serve any other God. You will not have an idol. You will not use my name in vain. You will honor... I've already forgotten one. No idols. No misuse of the Lord's name. You will keep the Sabbath. Those four. That's a relationship that... God has, that's how we, how we serve God. The other is, honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not uh, steal. You shall not um, do adultery. You shall not live. Um, you shall not lie or give false witness. You shall not covenant. Those are things that we have with other people relationships that we have with other people. I can assure you that when we do these things of the Ten Commandments, that we will have a better relationship with the ones we love, but also with God. Can you imagine if nobody stole? Right? Can you imagine if nobody murdered Can you imagine if nobody lied? Can you imagine if nobody gave false witness? Can you imagine if we didn't want what our neighbors have? But those things are secondary. The things that we first have to do is that we need to have a relationship with our God. Make God our first priority. That's the, that's the, that's the best thing. No idols. Not misuse the Lord's name in vain. Keep the Sabbath and honor your mom and dad. David Paulson tells us that there's, there's reason for us to, to study these Ten Commandments and live by them. And I want to read to you these seven. Firstly, he says, Do you know that there's actually 630 rules and regulations, commands that we have to live by? That in Moses' time, that there, was, that there were 630 laws that the people had to live by. Can you imagine that we have to live by those rules and regulations on a day-to-day basis? It would be impossible. Because we would all be in trouble. He says, secondly, God comes first. Before your neighbor, God always comes first. Then your neighbor. 
then looking after your neighbor, then having a relationship with your neighbor. He says the third thing is that when you read the Ten Commandments, God uses the word you. So he's speaking to you and to me. It's not us and them. He's speaking to you and to me. It's singular. So those, those Ten Commandments are, are for us. Each and every one of us. He goes on to say that the Ten Commandments is not just something that you have to do, but it's also your deed, your word, that you speak, and your thought. Sure, think about it. Your deed, your word, and your thought. He says the Ten Commandments are like a string of pearls. If one breaks, the whole thing breaks. So the Ten Commandments might be one, but it's all, it's, it's ten, but it might be, it's just one thing. And then he goes on to say, you need to respect God. Treat God with the utmost reverence. And then he says the Ten Commandments need to be studied because it's about people being saved. Because God saved the Israelites at that point. It's a beautiful love letter that God writes for us. And the idea is that those commandments we need to, to keep, maybe. But I'd like to read to you what Jesus says. This is what Jesus says. He says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and the great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Jesus says, love your Lord, your God. The Ten Commandments, the first four part of the Ten Commandments is all about God, having a relationship with God. No idols, only God. Don't use His name in vain. And keep to the Sabbath. It's that relationship we need to have with God. And then a loving relationship with neighbor. Says the second is just like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. But God always has to come first. The problem in this modern world that we live in is that we make other things our God. Mark, I have to go back to what Mark said. But it is exactly that. I have a cell phone. I spend a lot of time on that cell phone. We have great-grandparents here today that became great-grandparents this week. And so how did, you, how, did they, how did your children send you via, via phone? Huh? Okay. And so the, that communication is, that's what it is. It's a, it's a form of communication. But so often, 
We spend so much time on that phone that we don't see what is around us. We don't see the beauty of God. We don't enjoy what other people can give us. And I myself am guilty of doing just that. Sometimes we want to go on a holiday. And all we think about is going on this holiday. I'm not preaching to you guys. Um, it's like I know these folk that are looking forward to their holiday in America and all over and and it's just it's but sometimes the whole focus is on that. And we forget to praise God. We forget to give God the glory for giving us the opportunity to actually go. And we make that our God. In the modern world today, there are so many gods. Not just religion, but other things that take up our time. Where we are supposed to give God the glory and and worship God. It says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest command. The first commandment is always a call to repentance because we are really single-minded in our commitment to God. Do we really worship God with our whole mind, with our whole heart, with everything that we have? The first commandment tells us that God is a passionate about us. God wants a relationship with you and with me. Every single one of us. Nobody excluded. Because sometimes people think that they are not good enough to have a relationship with God. But we serve a loving God that knows you and knows me. He knows everything about us. Why won't we spend time with God? My son, he's saying it's enough. The first commandment also gives us the inkling to trust God. If we put God first, we need to trust that God can deliver. That God delivers always in His time. When it's His will. There's some people here, and I'm, 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 I'm in awe of the people that are here today. Because they, they were very ill. There are folk here that were very, very ill. And they are here today. And we give God the glory. Because I know you are here to worship God. And that's amazing. And so, a little bit of dedication we need to do. A lot of dedication. Every morning before you get out of bed. Every evening before you go to bed. And every minute during the day is a time 
to spend with God. Time is very valuable. And so this morning, I'd ask that you see the, the Ten Commandments as something that is, that, is, that is not just for the Old Testament, and not just for the older folk, but it's that for everybody, and that it's valid for us today. Because Christ didn't come to, to change anything. He came so that we can actually adhere to those commandments. And so let us pray. Mighty God, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you gave Moses these ten commandments. No other gods, no idols, no using the Lord's name in vain, keeping the Sabbath, honor your mother and father, don't murder, don't do adultery, don't steal, don't give false witness and don't covenant. But today, Lord, we come because you are our God. You are mighty. You are beautiful. We give you the glory today. We don't want to serve any other God, Lord. We pray that you will continuously lead us as you led the Israelites because when everything works we serve you first and that you are our only God there's nothing that can compare so we give you the glory today be with our country we ask Lord we ask for God-fearing leaders that will put you first before they do anything we pray for our world we ask for peace to reign we ask, Lord, that you bring revival back into the church, that you bring revival back into the family, that you bring revival back into countries like South Africa and also in the world. And we thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen.